faster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. And here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. Those four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, they were willing to do their jobs. Mayor Adams there, no major incidents during the West Indian Day Parade, but no let up. Crime up in the Big Apple for August by 26 percent, although murders are down. Legal battles surfacing over a federal judge appointing a special master to review documents seized in the Mar-a-Lago raid. Fair beaters costing the cash-strapped MTA a half a billion dollars this year alone. 35% of working families cannot make ends meet as inflation stands at 8.6% under the Biden administration. Steve Bannon, a former advisor to President Trump, expected to surrender to authorities in New York tomorrow over fresh charges related to the We Build the Wall campaign. For August, crime in New York City increased by 26 percent with 11,619 total crimes compared to 8,906 for August of last year. Murders decreased 54.2 percent, though. Grand larcenies, robberies and burglaries, they are all up over 30 percent each. The number of people shot dropped 7.4 percent from 1,101 to 1,020. Shooting incidents fell 10.1%. Rape, however, remained the same with 144 reported cases. Tuesday afternoon, police officials praised the fact that the Labor Day weekend, including the West Indian Day Parade, had no fatalities. Here's NYPD Police Commissioner Keechant Sewell. Without question, the reason that the event ran smoothly and as safely as it did is the exhaustive, collaborative efforts of many of the people representing the agencies in this room. But nothing was more important to our success than the partnerships and relationships we forge with the people we serve. The number of grand larcenies, however, they are up 34.7%. That's a spike of 3,480 crimes in August of 2021 to 4,687 crimes in August of this year. Burglaries up 31.1% and robberies saw a 38% increase. Monday's ruling by a federal judge appointing a special master to review documents seized August 8th from Mar-a-Lago is raising new legal questions. It raises concerns about the reach of executive privilege and the temporary halting of the DOJ's investigation into former President Trump. Here's Trump attorney Alina Haba on Newsmax. I truly don't know. You know what I do know is that we have seen that this was far-reaching. They have admitted, the judge has acknowledged, which I appreciate, that they were cooperating and that there was history of them asking for a special master the day after the raid and that the DOJ denied it, which is why there was delay. So I'm really proud of how the judge laid out all these facts. The special master will determine what documents are subject to attorney, client and executive privilege. Also, what documents seized may not have been covered under the search warrant. Escalating instances of fare evasion throughout the MTA. Officials estimate the agency will lose roughly a half billion dollars this year alone due to 180 million incidents of fare evasion. The MTA faces a two and a half billion dollar deficit come 2024. 
In April, the MTA convened a panel to crack down on fair evasions. Here is MTA Chief Jano Lieber. Everybody taps, everybody swipes. It's basic civic behavior that knits all our social fabric together. Newsflash, people who commit robberies and violent crimes generally don't bother with MetroCard swipes or OmniTaps, and they don't want to get stopped. An estimated 12.5% of subway riders and 29% of bus riders do not pay. Over one-third, 35% of full-time working families cannot meet weekly expenses for things like basics, housing, food, medical care, transport, and child care. It's according to a new Brandeis University study of 98,000 households. Single mother Kiara spoke to NBC News. Within the next couple of weeks, me and my kids could possibly be on the streets because, you know, the prices of everything keep going up. It's a lot. Like, I try not to get emotional about it, but it's, it's a heavy load to carry. Steve Bannon, the ex-advisor to former President Donald Trump, expected to surrender to prosecutors in New York tomorrow. That, according to sources familiar with the matter, they confirmed that to ABC 7 News. The details of the charges are unclear. Former President Trump pardoned Bannon on the original charges. Here is what he had to say back in 2020. I know nothing about the project other than I didn't like when I read about it. I didn't like it. I said, this is for government. This isn't for private people. And it sounded to me like showboating. And I think I let my opinion be very strongly stated at the time. I didn't like it. It was showboating and maybe looking for funds. But you'll have to see what happens. And these new charges apparently related to the We Build the Wall campaign. The Manhattan DA has no comment. A body found dumped in Memphis, Tennessee, has now been identified as Eliza Fletcher. According to Tennessee police, the heiress violently abducted during an early morning run Friday in what police say was a random incident. Authorities also announced additional charges of first-degree murder and first-degree murder in perpetration of kidnapping against the suspect, Cleotha Abston. Here's Memphis Police Chief C.J. Davis. While the outcome of this investigation is not what we hoped for, we are nonetheless pleased to remove this dangerous predator off the streets of Memphis. And officers are searching for the mother to found the body Monday afternoon, more than 36 hours after the suspect, Abstin, was charged with especially aggravated kidnapping. He'd refused to say where the body was. He'd already served 20 years in prison for a violent kidnapping. Further details on the death not yet released. Donald Trump's former attorney general kept up his criticism of the ex-president Tuesday. Former attorney general Bill Barr said the evidence against Trump was clear and that it was plain wrong for a judge to appoint a special master to review documents seized in the Mar-a-Lago raid. Barr blasting the decision on Fox News. He further said it would be likely overturned if the government appeals. I don't think the appointment of a special uh, master is going to hold up. But even if it does, I don't see it fundamentally changing the trajectory. I, in other words, I don't think it changes the ball game so much as maybe we'll have a rain uh, rain delay for a couple yeah. of innings. Trump's team has till Friday to submit a list of candidates to oversee the review of documents. And the Justice Department argued that it had already taken steps to review the cache of documents seized last month. Well, some backlash against White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. She received a social media scorn Tuesday after she accidentally called Russia's Nord Stream 1 pipeline Nordstrom as in the department store. 
So you've heard us say this, that what, what we see Russia's doing, and we've been very clear about this, is that they're using energy, they're weaponizing energy, and it's choosing to, to one of the things that uh, has been out there, to shut down the pipeline of Nord Stream 1. And Nord Stream 1 supplies natural gas to large areas of Europe. Russian energy company Gazprom, which owns and operates Nord Stream 1, revealed last Friday that the suspension of gas supplies via the pipeline would be extended indefinitely due to oil leaks. A former Secretary of State and Democratic presidential nominee in 2016, Hillary Clinton Tuesday, said she will not run for president in 2024 for a third time. She appeared on CBS News. No, no, but I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that we have a president who respects our democracy and the rule of law and upholds our institutions. Clinton said former President Trump would be soundly defeated if he runs again. Trump defeated Clinton, of course, in the 2016 presidential election. Polls show he has a good shot of clinching the Republican nomination for president. And Clinton has said that she would endorse President Biden if he runs for reelection, saying he would be the person most likely to win. Recruitment numbers for the U.S. Army are at historic lows. Americans are either too fat or criminal to qualify. Lieutenant General Xavier Brunson, the commander of the Joint Base Lewis-McChord in Washington State, faults obesity, pre-existing medical conditions, behavioral health problems, criminality, including felonies and drug use. The lieutenant general had praised those who do choose to enlist, though. Here he is in 2022. For my money, if you were willing to raise your right hand and come join this team, okay, uh, whose ultimate role is to win, fight and win the nation's wars, I'm all for you. I am absolutely for you. And because I'm for you, then I want to make sure that you have an environment where you can thrive in. So the Army is 20,000 recruits short of its 485,000 recruitment goal for 2022 due to those variety of issues. And in order to increase recruitment numbers, the Army plans to do things like try and appeal to younger recruits and shift its recruitment focus by deploying influencers. Ukrainian military officials claim that Russia's death toll in Ukraine has now surpassed 50,000 as of Tuesday amid a wider effort to push Russian troops out of the occupied southern Kirshen region. The general staff of the Armed Forces of Ukraine posted Ukrainian estimates on its Facebook page yesterday. According to the Post, 50,150 Russian military personnel have been killed since that conflict began on February 24th when Russia invaded Ukraine. 350 soldiers were killed alone between Monday and Tuesday morning. The general staff said a total of 2,077 tanks, 4,484 armored combat vehicles had been destroyed, as well as 1,179 artillery units and 876 unmanned aerial vehicles. 77 WABC News Time, 515. Phil Dixon in for Justin Ellick with sports. Thanks, Deb. I am Phil Dixon with your early news sports update. Well, I guess the U.S. Open seems to be the tournament of upsets. In the third consecutive day in a row, we saw a superstar go down, and this time on the woman's side. No, it was not the number one or number two in the world like Medvedev or Nadal, but the 18-year-old star Coco Goff, who is 
becoming one of the more notable names in the Open. She took on Caroline Garcia in straight sets, fell to the French woman. Caroline Garcia, age 28, her first major semifinal. Garcia moves on to... In- Onto the semifinals and becomes the first French woman to do so in the U.S. Open since 2013. But golf was not the only star to be eliminated from the Open. Nicholas Kyrgios fought valiantly against the Russian Karen Kachinov. That's a tough name to pronounce. But ultimately fell in five sets. Moving from the green onto the diamond, the Mets played in their first of a three-game set in Pittsburgh. And looking back, most probably wish they did not. Taiwan Walker had a forgettable start, letting in four runs in his five-innings pitch. But that was only half of the Pirates' scoring. With another four runs led up in the eighth, the Mets dropped an embarrassing one in PSC Park and lost their third straight with a final score of 8-2. to two. To make things worse, the Braves edged out a win in Oakland, so that leaves both teams at a deadlock draw at the top of the NL East. The race out for the wild card is now officially at even odds. Some huge basketball news. In addition to Sue Bird playing her final game of her career, uh, as the Seattle Storm fell to the Las Vegas Aces, who now advance to the WNBA Finals, Some huge rumors are circulating out of the NBA as well. Reports, by the way, of the Associated Press tell us that the NBA might finally be expanding again. Multiple sources say the league plans to announce two new teams in Las Vegas and Seattle during the LA LA Clippers preseason games in Seattle on September 30th or October 3rd. The last time the league expanded was when they added the then Charlotte Bobcats, now Charlotte Hornets, to round out an even 30 teams in 2005. For more sports content, be sure to follow 77WABC Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. For your early new sports update, I'm Phil Dixon. And now let's head over to Lou Dobbs for your financial report. This is the 77WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Lou Dobbs. Sluggish September trading goes on. Investors hopeful ahead of today's Apple unveiling and Google taking a swing at the iPhone maker. More strong economic data contributing to Wall Street's sell-off this week. All three major indexes lower at the end of yesterday's session. The Nasdaq riding a seven-day losing streak. The index's longest slump in months. More retail reports today as earnings season winds down. GameStop riding a three-week losing streak ahead of today's earnings. American Eagle Outfitters reporting today that stock down nearly 60% over the past year. Apple executives back in person for today's signature fall launch event. A variety of new iPhone 14s will be unveiled along with a new Apple Watch and iPad. Investors expecting Apple stock to get a boost following today's iPhone announcements. Meanwhile, Google announcing its counter to the iPhone and Apple Watch, the Pixel 7 smartphone and Pixel Watch will be revealed at Alphabet's launch party next month. This is Google's first attempt at a smartwatch. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Checking futures this morning, the down the green up five points at 31,171. The S&P up two and a half. The Nasdaq up 18 and a half. Gold up $2.10 an ounce and crude oil up 36 cents a barrel at $87.24. It's the WABC early news. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC early news. Our interview coming up at 550 with a former FDNY commissioner, Daniel Nigro. Well, New York City taking the lead in maternal health care. 77 WABC's Bob Brown has details. Mayor Adams signing legislation aiming to bolster maternal health. City Council Speaker Adrian Adams says the law addresses severe inequities in health care. In New York City, black women 
are eight times more likely than white women to die from a pregnancy-related cause. The measure expands access to birthing services around the five boroughs and educates people about the benefits and services provided by birthing coaches. New laws also require the City Department of Health to improve access to data regarding maternal mortality and morbidity. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. As we approach the 21st anniversary of 9-11, new study out finds World Trade Center first responders who inhaled toxic dust at ground zero for months is finding higher rates of dementia and memory loss. This new Stony Brook University study finds that 9-11 first responders are showing signs of cognitive impairment at roughly three times the rate of the general population. Here's Stony Brook University researcher Dr. Sean Clausen. We were stunned. We kind of assumed we'd done something wrong. We found just a large body of people uh, at midlife. And, you know, dementia at midlife is exceedingly rare. The loss of memory is, is definitely there. But at the same time, we're seeing physical slowing and changes to physical frailty. Half the study group of 100 persons had dementia. The average age is 54, two decades after the World Trade Center attack. Unique dementia, different than Alzheimer's, is being found in the white matter and cerebellum of people's brains. An estimated 100,000 first responders were potentially exposed to the environmental contaminants at ground zero. Many now also suffer from PTSD and others have died from an array of cancers, COPD and lung disease. A Bronx postal worker at the Castle Hill Avenue branch was pistol whipped by a gunman. The gunman ended up fleeing with $112,000 in cash and 10 boxes of money orders from that post office Tuesday. The postal worker had just been dropped off by her husband around 7 a.m., about an hour before the post office was set to open. And police say the gunman was waiting outside that branch when she arrived. Here's U.S. Postal Inspector Catherine Searles. We are trying to locate and apprehend the individual responsible for this crime. The Postal Inspection Service is leading this investigation with support from the NYPD and the FBI has joined the search. The gunman, dressed in all black, fled in a white Honda Odyssey. Anybody with information has to call the Postal Inspection Service at 212-330-5266. Dozens of artifacts worth $19 million stolen overseas are now heading back home from the United States to Europe. 58 historical artifacts that were all stolen from Italy and trafficked into the U.S., were seized from the Metropolitan Museum of Art last week. It's a joint effort by the NYPD and the Manhattan DA's office to right a wrong. Michael Alfonso of the Department of Homeland Security. The antiquities we returned today were ripped from their country to be smuggled across borders by those seeking profit. Looters stole these treasures from Italy and imported them into the United States. In a statement, Ken Wine, who's the Met's chief communications officer, said the Metropolitan Museum of Art has been fully supportive of the Manhattan DA's office investigation and of the return of these objects to Italy based on information that was recently made available to the Met. One of the most significant pieces being returned is the marble head of Athena, which was looted from a temple in central Italy and eventually landed at the Met. Well, mask policies still in place at many of New York City's elite venues, places like the Opera, the New York Philharmonic, Carnegie Hall, Lincoln Center, and the New York City Ballet will keep their mask policies but will not require proof of vaccination. That's according to the New York Times. However, 
Many Broadway theaters have now already done away with this mask mandate because of COVID, or they offer special masked showings. Charlotte St. Martin, president of the Broadway League, spoke to the 77 WABC Early News. We're very proud of our our track record because we've now had over 3.7 million theater goers attend a Broadway show since we returned with no outbreaks uh, or super spreader uh, claims at all. Other popular venues like Madison Square Garden no longer have mass policies in place. New York City right now averaging about 1,150 new cases of COVID per week, a significant decline compared to the holiday season last year. Almost 80 percent of New York State has been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 at this time. Of course, back to school this week. Many students and staff returning for the first day of classes Tuesday. Masking requirements vary depending upon the school district. For example, Newark, New Jersey, public schools there, they have a mass mandate in place due to the high number of students, some 38,000. It's the largest district in the state of New Jersey. Newark Superintendent Roger Leon told ABC7 he visited several schools on the first day. Oh, my goodness. Seeing the students' smiles, getting them back in the building, having the life of a school just uh, begin simply by a child taking their first steps in our schools, whether it's a, a new student in pre-kindergarten or uh, one of our seniors in our high schools. And New York school officials say they'll be taking another look at the policy, the mask policy, later this fall to determine whether or not they can loosen that masking restriction. Well, New York's Governor Kathy Hochul on hand Tuesday to debut a new Long Island Railroad LIRR passenger concourse at Penn Station. Let there be light. This looks spectacular. This is the new Penn Station, and we're just getting started. And construction of that concourse, one of three major projects in the works. Well, this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony just a few months away, but our Jacqueline Carl has a preview. Tickets for the 37th annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony go on sale to the public on Friday. The ceremony is scheduled for Saturday, November 5th at Microsoft Theater in L.A. This year's inductees include Pat Benatar, Neil Giraldo, Duran Duran, Eminem, Eurythmics, Dolly Parton, Lionel Richie, and Carly Simon. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Jacqueline Carl. And if you missed the top five of five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.